folks. That was my fault. If you guys were just watching live, I did not have any audio. So that wouldn't have really been aided for a good show if you couldn't hear what I was saying. Um, luckily, you could hear my guests, though, probably. But let's go ahead and give this a proper start off. So what we have today is a bit of a it's a different type of wheelchair Wednesday. Uh, we're going to get into that. But before we do, once again, let's roll that intro. All right, now, um, this guest is coming to us for all the way from the UK. Um, I'm not going to really talk too much about it, but I'm going to show you a video real quick, and then we're going to get him right in here so he can kind of take the floor. Check this video out. Yep, that's real deal boxing, folks. Um, so all the way from the UK, Mr. Colin Wood. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thanks, Rick. And it's a pleasure to be on the show. Awesome. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you uh, sticking with me here. I don't know what. No, it's a pleasure. Go. So go ahead and Technique. tell people about... Uh, who you are and what you do. Go, my, then we'll, we'll start all over. Go right ahead. Floor is yours. Uh, as people know me, I'm Colin Woods. Um, I designed adaptive boxing to push limits and show that adaptive could do more. Although I'm severely blind, um, I've uh, got it from playing contact sport of rugby, playing semi-pro myself. And uh, I visioned that we should have professionalism for adaptive in a proper, correct manner. I've uh, taken it on myself to build up the first governing body to help introduce that boxing can be done from a disability perspective, but also prove the point that my disability, severely blind or blind or someone wearing glasses, it infects a wider spectrum. So if you're going to include someone into that of sport you have to be mindful of everything else around you so i've designed something which a lot of people disagreed saying oh it couldn't be done but yeah it can be done but there's a lot of safety applications that have to be aware of right right um so when did you uh let's go back to the rugby thing when did you play rugby yeah. Played rugby all my life. I'm 50 years old. Uh, retired, God, blimey, uh, probably about 20, 20 years ago. Um, due to uh, I, I force of nature, I'm only, what, 13 stone. Uh, probably, what, um, which is around about 70, 70 kg, uh, which basically you go up against bigger people it has an effect on you. And unfortunately, I was born with cataracts, uh, which I had a deficiency of eyes, never told anyone. Mm -hmm. Played semi-pro rugby as a fullback, and uh, it's rugby, the contact, that's actually made me go blind. Right. So or going blind. What, uh, when did you start wanting to get into the like adaptive world of boxing and stuff like that? What, what kind of drew, drew you to that? Um, I'm a rugby coach. I visioned that we should have uh, a wheelchair access on the same pitch as able-bodied people. And what's happened was that it, the boxing actually helped me to build up a professional unit now that can play 
both American football and a rugby league or rugby union in the way that it should be. Uh, we've got some big things happening, which we're going to release those details of uh, a first in breaking history for wheelchair access onto grass. So, yeah, we've got some great innovations coming. Um, but I got into this because I believed that uh, we can do more. And I've had to prove a point and contact sport of boxing, caught blimey, hitting each other. It's not about hitting each other. You don't see two fencing guys with knives or swords right. stabbing each other. It's about the sport. There's a lot of quality. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of safety applications put into it. I mean, we go back to barbaricism. No, that's tribal. We've grown up. It's now the you know, and and going back, all lives matter. So, it's about now to actually give a, a major advantage for anybody in in a, a wheelchair or stand up that's classed as adaptive right. to be able to, to achieve their goal with no no brick walls in front. Okay, um, so. <sighs> You know, when we were talking about this before, you've also said that you wanted to kind of bring in, um, like, American football, uh, like hockey, stuff like that. How, how is that going? Like, can it? That's one thing that I wondered is how can you do that? With American football, I don't see that being much of a wheelchair sport. It, you know what I mean? I've had to prove a point. If, if I, everything was a stepping stone, because the problem is to give people an example of how I got from rugby into boxing. See, I can actually show you that all sports are similar. Right. So the movement of a human being can actually explain that. So we've got some big things that from grassroots all the way through to a professional conduct that, that I wrote personally, especially around rugby. But we're talking about a force of nature, especially a collision, you know, whiplash effect, concussion, CTE. We had the big thing with American football. And it was basically the, at the moment we we scared the world of able sport of how much we can actually improve that, which is the safety of any athlete today playing contact sport. And it's scary, especially when you've got uh, American football, which actually opened up a massive thing about concussion. Mm -hmm. And there's a big thing uh, with rugby at the moment. I'm one of them, which they have to have a better duty of care. And unfortunately, we've got to teach these uh, governing bodies a lesson now because concussion can cause so many different disabilities as well as dementia. Where's the line? We, we, we can do that in rugby, but... Even rugby for disabled people at the moment is very dangerous. Right. And we've got to have a fine line. Right. So it's basically the with the word boxing, we can progress and each is a stepping stone to actually state that we'll get to modified mixed martial arts, MMMA. Right, and right, right. that's what I came out at the beginning to state and everything to been a learning curve with. Right. And it's, I imagine something like this, you know, just because for, for a spinal cord injury in general, um, as far as history goes, as far as, you know, civilization goes, it's fairly new, you know what I mean? In, in modern medicine, uh, there's not a lot that, you know, especially in my case, that doctors said that, uh, you know, it's not like putting together a stereo. We can't just take your spinal cord and put red to red and black to black and A to B. It doesn't work that way. Um, so, 
Rick, can I say this, mate? Do you know, I mean, you're, you're disabled yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same as quite a few people I know. This is how silly the, I, I think the world has looked, is that if I sat you with me and an able-bodied person sitting at the table, a person would come up and they'd see three gentlemen all with the same motion. Right. Now, unless you've got a head injury, then that ability, if I said this to you, we've got the ambition to now solve that, which is a professional tip. So if I said this to you, then I'd like you to join the US team. And actually, because of your ability that says to me, as long as you're, you've got a medical backing behind you that says you haven't got a head injury or something else that's right. going to cause a probability, then shouldn't we look at you and your ability, not down to the disability, right. which most of these guys are not getting picked for team games because they think, or the able belt world think, it's suitable that they're going to hurt you and therefore you're going to sue them. No, it's down to us what we want to do. Isn't that correct? We're human. Right. I, I, I agree 100%. Absolutely. I believe that, uh, you know, especially in America, it's like, uh, you know, if you want to do something, you're, you, there should be nothing stopping you from doing it. Now, it's sad to say that because if I wanted to go into a certain building downtown that doesn't have the correct rampage, Mike Miracle knows about rampage. What's happening, buddy? That's one of our live viewers now. If they don't have the correct ramp so you can't get in there, there's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? Like if I'm in my 450-pound power chair, I'm just screwed. I got to find another restaurant or something to go to that's, that's you know, accessible for me to get into. Yeah. Um, but what's to say I don't go back to that restaurant and I say, hey, I really want to come to this damn restaurant, put a ramp out here. If I keep doing that to them, eventually they're going to fold and they're going to give in and I'm going to get in my way. Rick, do you know what? I mean, we've learned lessons over years here in the UK and it should be and it is legal. Every house, every building that is built from now has to include and be able to have access for anybody. Yeah. So yeah. basically, we also have to prepare for those guys like myself going blind or got cerebral palsy. We should have an access for anyone. Now, in America, it's a minefield, the same as a lot of other countries. And I call myself a civilized country because we have all these acts of NHS free access. And most countries don't get that. But then when you look at yourself as America, you've got 50 odd states but you're meant to be governed by that which is in Washington. Yeah. And yet you can't tell crazy, me huh? that you can all have one rule fits all and actually look after the well-being of those guys that are the fets. That are, I mean, the amount of people that are living homeless, that are disabled or affects, uh, it's disgusting. Yeah. And you're telling me that we can't be civil. We can't be civil all the time that government have got their finger up the backside and people like yourself are fighting when you've got to pay tax, you've got to pay insurance for this. I, I find it disgusting because you're seeing a lot of suicides, you're seeing a lot of mental mm-hmm. health problems, but yet we're now actually causing mental health to be a concern because we just think it's one of those that will get over it. No, it happens every day. Yeah. I lost my brother, my stepdad, my dad, to, to suicide. My brother was 19 when he committed suicide. Well, should there be help? We should have learned from when we grew up from being tribesmen. Yeah. So to change you guys the same as any other country, that's why people come to England is because we have this influx of people thinking, well, hang on, we're going to get greater looked after. Yeah, we do. But then we forget about ourselves. And that's where we actually get this all 
wrong by aggressive misbehaviour and people getting on each other's back. We're yeah. really, we're human. Don't look at politics and religion. Just look at you as a human. If you're greedy, jealous, or you're selfish, then you know you're going to do it. You know what's coming. You know that person's wrong, isn't it? Right. Right. Now, getting back to the... Uh what is so the biggest thing that you that i would say that you're probably into right now obviously you're trying to branch out and do uh like some different a bunch of different things but the the uh accessible boxing is kind of like your forte right now is, is that would that be safe to say yeah it's uh everything's a stepping stone i i t we're going to release something on the 17th of december uh we've got a show which we've got wayne cox uh, a below leg amputee that's going to be boxing Matt Legg, who fought Anthony Joshua. Uh, he's a professional boxer, and we wanted to exhibit something that showed a top level for adaptive to reach to. Uh, in 1985, Craig the Gate of Bobowski, uh, a below-leg amputee, was the first ever American to actually turn cruiserweight professional boxer. And I think we should have actually gone further on that. We can bring an elite level of boxing into play now, and we're in talks with America to actually do so. We've had to step away from able boxing because it's so unsafe. Right. We've pulled that point. They didn't want to evaluate us, so we've had to go it alone, and we wanted to bring people. And we, it's not, again, it's not about the professional side, which is getting there, earn big bucks this you know we haven't even reached amateur so how can anyone out there turn around to a boxer and say we'll give you three thousand dollars come and fight me you're, you're asking for trouble so we're asking for people to step up to the plate because boxing as we know is very corrupt right and it, we wanted to bring something that not only brought the safer side i'm also dealing with bare knuckle as well so it shows you the level of what safety we're going to do Right. And on the 17th of December, we're going to release that date, which you you will see the first ever wheelchair go on grass to play rugby in American football. Yeah, I'm putting that on wheelchair Rick page all day long. We'll we'll make sure you get some views on that. I'd like to see that myself. Shoot, that's why I was working, you know, wanting to ask about the American football. That'd be uh, interesting to see. Now, um, you know, one thing that I thought about this, about how they would be able to do the football and throw and, you know, and be able to, like, uh, kind of keep it going is – you know they have those one chairs now where you like if you have core strength which i don't but if you did have core strength yeah. those chairs where you lean back and lean forward and to the side and side those things actually are pretty fast and i could see somebody playing football like a team of guys playing football with those but the only bad part is if somebody hits you with that or something like it's gonna break i mean you'd have to have like a flag almost or like uh you know what i mean like a There's touch a kind of thing Rick, I'll give you an exclusive once we get that confirmation because next week I can honestly say to you I've just built the first chair and along with everything else that goes with it because we've got to present it to a, a major organisation for rugby here in Scotland. Nice. That's all I can say at the moment because I, I, I don't want to give too much away because a lot of people have... have I hate it when people say, oh, yeah, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. I've had to go very out of my way, out of my comfort zone to prove a point. Yeah. But on the 17th of December, I can honestly say to you guys out there that you're going to be amazed by this, this new innovation. And it does define, because if you look at it, a person now has to have a major fitness to actually play on grass. 
Right. To do this, we are asking the next level. And if these guys are, are willing to do contact sport, then yeah, come come and get in contact because we're building up nine players from America at the moment that are going to be professionally taken. And once we've trained them in the art of what we need to, then you're going to see us play American football and rugby all together. And I'm hoping we amaze people by what innovation has come to actually get this to achieve it. Right. For sure. I'm, I'm 100% rooting for you, man. Like, I, I've watched, like I said, that video that I played before we brought you on. I've seen that. I've seen, um, you know, just, just the guys who play the uh, the wheelchair basketball. I mean, those guys are some serious athletes. Like, they're they're going. They're going hard. You know what I mean? It's I look at that, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, that's that's just amazing. And then for that to even go to, like you said, to do hockey, rugby, football, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, the top is, there is no top. It just keeps going. The sky's the limit. You know what I mean? You can do anything. If you can do those, why not keep going? There's, you know there's, I mean? a, there's a lot of things, a lot of lessons that people have to learn about oneself. I mean, I, I've, I've been in this game for a long time. I, I understand it to the max. I'm not a big know-it-all. I, I never say that. It's just that I'm very passionate that if you're going to do something, do it right. But, Let's say this, there's a lot of talent out there that we're missing, Rick. And in order to do this, it actually defines a moment where at the moment, and, and I hate saying this because rugby league's my passion, I'm a coach for it. But it's basically that even that's misrepresented when you've got able-bodied athletes that are playing in wheelchair sports right. just to build up the numbers Yeah, when we should actually have a full tier of disabled in those chairs showing their ability. Right. And don't forget, there's a lot of abilities that are not shown because they reckon that they're too highly skilled. Mm-hmm. Any adaptive, how can you be any... We <laughs> we get over our own things through our own stupid motion. You know, that right. that's what makes us individuals. But who gives the right to say, that's the line, you can go to it, but that's it. But then what about, like, uh, Fotheringham? doing all these jumps with the chairs, I would hate to tell him, no, you can't, and try to put a block. Oh, he is that, crazy, that's... that guy, Aaron Fotheringham, yeah. Love him a bit, bruv. I mean, I've spoken to him a few times, and he's just, it's people like that, like yourself, that admire me because it's the passion that we are all on the same mission. Some people have got an ego, and, and you can see that he like yourself, like anybody who's adaptive, we go through some hard, and I'm sorry to say this, guys, but we go through some hard shit. Right. We go through some mental problems because there's a lot of things that we know that we can't do or can do, but we just want a chance to do something that actually gives us a peace of mind that we still feel apart. Right, yeah. That's and, and that's what Carl, well, Foreign's done. Boy, mate, I, I, mate, I love I love jumps. I, I'm a big fan of all that, but to do that in a wheelchair, oh, that's yeah. a different mentalness. That's and crazy. Andy yeah, just came up with a chair easy. with a remote control that does like 30, 40 miles an hour. I seen him. Uh, he had it on uh, TikTok or something the other day. I seen a video of that. I'm just like, why, bro? Like, and he's flying. He's going uh, down this road, just flying, hitting ramps, doing jumps. I'm like, crazy, bro. Do you remember there, there used to be a, a toy called the Evil Knievel? And he used to yeah. wind it up yep. and it used to shoot up. Yep. I'd like to see someone actually do that for Fotheringham and send it out because I know that a lot of people would buy that. Oh, I, I mean, toy? Yeah, in order yeah. to encourage. A wind up toy? Yeah. 
it's, I mean, we do something about Barbie and everything else, but yeah, do right. something that innovates around those guys that are great sport athletes in the adaptive world, you know, or, or great inspiration. I mean, you've got Triple G, you know, broke history by actually being the first, what, uh, Down syndrome to do MMA out in Florida. Right. I had a, a big influx into that to help out and give insight because he was having brick walls. So why shouldn't we inspire to actually build up a great encouragement of adaptive persons that can be more spreaded out there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But I'm with you. Um, so man, it's super interesting. What do you have? Uh, you have like a website or something, don't you? Or do you have, uh... yeah, we, we've got the www.worldadaptiveboxingcouncil.com. I'll send you the link as well. Yeah, we'll put uh, that in the description Rich, as well. So, but it's basically the yeah, we want people to come and enjoy this, but in order to reach the goal of Paralympics. We have to go through amateur first, and we need 34 countries all on the same page. Yeah. If we don't, we end up like WBC or all the other organizations, and it shouldn't. Sports should have one governing body, right? and everybody else should follow suit and put the money back in to actually grow the foundations. But we want to put the money back into community, and that's what made us different from WBC and IEBA. We... we we came for inclusion of community, Rick. Right. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about, um, you know, everything. Um, I'm definitely going to be one to follow along with you and see where this goes. Um, you know, we'd be more than, than happy to, to share stuff out on the page. Let us know, you know what I mean, what you got going on. If you have any more videos or anything like that, uh, please forward them to me. Let me know. I'm going to go ahead and take your website, all the links you got. We'll put those on the bottom of this description um, after this is done and we get everything all wrapped up. Um, so before we leave, everybody, is there anything you want to leave out with? I just want people to be safe and realize that we're human. If we don't realize that if you take politics and religion away and also disabilities, also color, you're left with a human being. Right. If we can better respect each other, then we can see that which is a true person of good, bad, or the ugly. So anybody wants anything, I'm here to help. I don't want to see people losing life or crossing swords that they can't. I, I want people to realize that they're not alone. Hey, I, I hear you there. I appreciate it, man. Um, stick with me. We're going to be chatting here as soon as we you know, end this out. For everybody else, thanks for watching. Um, tune in next Wednesday. We got a, actually, we're starting to get a long list of people now jumping in. Now this thing's got some steam. We're rolling with it. I like it. Colin, thanks once again. Um, everybody else, thanks for watching. Tune in next Wednesday. See you later. Hey, guys. <laughs>